0: Ooh, 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 la, la, ooh, la, la, ooh, 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 la, la. Quimby, 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 I want to love you. Quimby, 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 can you hear me? Quimby, 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 I want to love you, yeah. Good, good, good. Hey, day. good day to you. This is Quimby. I'm Alex. It is uh, what is it? December 13th, 2018 uh, and it's 2: 30 uh, pm. 2:30 p.m. What a strange time to be podcasting. That's what I was thinking. Um, that's right, I'm getting a late start. Uh, my wife also uh, does a podcast and you know, I still haven't asked her if it's okay to say that. Or to say the name of the podcast, I think I should probably run that by her before she says, why are you tarnishing my podcast by putting it on yours? You are, whatever reputation I have developed is now down the tubes because you mentioned this on your podcast. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be that dramatic, but um, I should probably ask her, I think. That would probably be the thing to do. And I know people are saying, dude, man up. Why don't you man up? Um, No, I'm going to man down on this one. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, But I just think out of respect, I should probably talk to her about that. Okay, enough of that shit. Um, So she did her podcast uh, this morning. And uh, she had a guest in the studio. And that was pretty exciting. Uh, But it is a beautiful day. Uh, I have all the windows open. Mainly because they had all the windows open. Usually I keep this... uh, I'm gonna adjust this for a second. Usually I keep this pretty um, dark. I close the windows I have blackout curtains and I keep everything pretty dark uh, only because I'm looking at a screen the entire time and it's really frustrating to um, have the glare on the uh, on the screen. So they had the uh, they had the windows open and I left them open uh, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day here in uh, Portland uh, and funny thing you cannot at least here, where I live, you cannot trust any of the weather people. Uh, it seems to me that uh, meteorology is uh, a roll of the dice, at least in this area. Uh, because if you look at the fucking forecast, it's always rainy and it's always cloudy. That's, like, that's probably why they do it. It's a safe prediction just to say, you know what, it, it's probably going to rain. It's probably going to rain tomorrow. It's probably going to rain for a while. Just, it's probably going to rain. Uh, it's probably it's a safe bet for them to say that because chances are it probably will rain. So God damn it. They've they fucking rigged the system. Good for them. Um, but they often get it wrong. And uh, today is a day that they got it wrong. It hasn't rained once. It's been a beautiful day. And now it is even more beautiful in the evening or I guess in the afternoonish. ish. Um, it's fucking beautiful. I need to adjust something real quick. Hold on. I'm coming in pretty hot. There we go. I had to turn my mic down. I was coming in pretty hot. Uh, but it's a beautiful day. Uh, the weather is uh, gorgeous. There's patches of blue sky. There's high clouds. It is very mild. It feels kind of like uh, an early spring, even though Christmas hasn't happened yet. So, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, the world is obviously fucked. Uh, coffee. Coffee you're drinking coffee this late in the afternoon yes I am mom stop with that please um yeah so beautiful day late start um something I've been thinking about for a long time now is uh we have a president that tweets that's that's how he gets his information out just through tweets um and I still I'm, I still haven't come to terms with that uh it's Again, like, maybe it's because of my age, but I, I have a hard time putting any weight behind social media or, or making it feel legit, even though obviously it is. I mean, it's the fucking, it, it's the norm now, right? I'm just, I, maybe I'm just slow to accept it. But the fact that the, we hear what the president is thinking through a, a tweet, uh, it's a tweet. That's, that's what we, that's how we know what's going on in his brain, uh, through a, a tweet, uh, I think that's that's strange. And it's even stranger that, that it's just such a normal thing now. It's fucking bizarre. Um, that the news now, the actual, like the news, which used to have, it used to feel like it had some kind of like weight or legitimacy behind it, now just says, the president tweeted today about this. He let us know through a tweet what was happening uh, or what he was thinking through a tweet. Um, I, uh, I, I, I just still can't believe it. I still have not come to terms with it. And I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's just the way we're, where we're heading. Uh, and I guess I shouldn't put a right or wrong to it. I should just accept it. Right. I guess. Call me old fashioned, but, uh, do other, other presidents do that too? I'm not sure if I ever hear of Macron, like telling his citizens what's going on through a tweet. Or uh, I don't know. Does Justin Trudeau use his tweets this way? Uh, What about um, Angela Merkel? Is she uh, does she tweet a lot? Is this something that just everyone does? They just tweet. Is Putin tweeting? Putin (laughs) tweeting. Putin tweeting. Can we hashtag this, please? Can somebody can somebody get on this? Putin tweeting. Putin tweeting. Putin tweeting. Okay, Putin tweeting, everybody. Um. (laughs) Oh my God, that's what we've, that's what we are, Putin tweeting. Um. So let's uh, get down to brass tacks here, people. Uh, I say that a lot, and then I have nothing to say. I have nothing to follow it up with. Uh, And I noticed that's what Don Rickles did. Don Rickles, uh, fuck, I loved him. How fucking great was he? Oh my God, Uh, just loved him. Uh, as I guess everybody did. Uh, so many people loved him. Um, he was beloved. Um, but he used to do that and you could, you could, he used to choose to just kind of throw out a statement and then not really follow through with it. Um, and it was probably just one of those things that he did in order to kind of keep his brain moving. Um, and I wish I had an example, but I don't. But he used to say yes, and uh, in other words, or just something like that. He would just throw something out. I'm not being very articulate with this, but he would uh, he would say out something. Uh, you know, let's get down to it now. Let's. But he wouldn't follow it up with anything. He would just go on to the next joke. So you could tell, like it was it was a placeholder that he would put out uh, while his brain was was working in the background to, to come out with the next thing. Um, and it's fucking amazing. He was he was fucking funny. He was really 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 funny. Um, and kind of no one, uh, no one like him at all. Although, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anyone that's, that was like kind of, yeah, I can't think of anyone that's similar to him at present who's currently on the scene that, uh, that reminds me a lot of him. And maybe that's the end of an era too. You know, maybe there's not going to be another Don Rickles, um uh, type in the future. Don't know. Um, been thinking a lot about airports. Uh, I haven't been traveling that much. I do travel sometimes, but not a lot, um, uh, for work, which, um, which is, it's fun. I love traveling. Although when I travel, I have to carry a bunch of gear with me. Uh, so I have literally like five or six suitcases. Uh, and depending on what airline I'm with, I, sometimes I, I have to pay $300 in fucking baggage fees or whatever, cause I have got cases and, um, I've got those, what are they called? Um. What are those cases called? Those plastic cases? I don't know. Whatever the fuck they're called. They're big plastic cases. I put my gear in them and, and I travel with them. And I've got usually like two carry-ons. It's a big ordeal. But um, I miss uh, I miss, miss traveling. I miss sitting on an airplane. I miss going to airports. I miss the uh, the just being there in the present. Like you're in the airport. You've gone through security. Like there's nowhere else that you have to be right now. There's nowhere else you can be. There's nowhere else you need to be. You're not needed anywhere um, you just are there and, uh, you get to indulge in a book or get a magazine or, uh, or, or zone out. You have like, I guess some people do. Some people probably imagine just work. They pull out their laptops and they're fucking just emailing and doing whatever it is they do. But, um, but I'm not that important. So I sit and I read books and I, I feel guilt free in doing so. Uh, I don't feel like I, I can't be reading or I should be doing something else or I could be doing something else, which is always the case. Like, right. We feel like, oh my God, I, uh, I should be doing this. I need to be doing this. Why? I I can't, I can't have this. I can't talk to you. I can't call my friend back right now because they're just going to want to bullshit and I have to finish this thing and I, there's so much to do and I've got to do this and blah, 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 blah. Um, but when you're at the airport, man, if, uh, I guess if you're like me, you can, uh, you can just kind of check out for a second. And indulge in that book. And take the time to uh, to uh, do some self-care in a way. Um, I think I've talked about this before. Have I done that? I think I have. God damn it. I'm repeating myself now. Jesus. Holy crap. Um, so I went to the grocery store yesterday and I found... Uh, I flipped through the magazine stand, which they moved now. It's not in... It's kind of hidden. It's tucked away. The magazines and the books are tucked away um, in the electronics section. Uh, you might be wondering, what store has electronics? Um, well, it's the store that we go to. It's closest to our house. And they have uh, not just our groceries, but uh, it's not a Walmart. Don't, don't be afraid. It's not a Walmart. Not that there's anything wrong with Walmart. I've, there's just not one near me. I've never, I don't think I've ever stepped foot into a Walmart just because I have never lived close to one. Um, I, I imagine I probably would. I shop at Target. Uh, uh, I am a man of the people, um, but uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a store that is, it's like a, it's got everything. It's got groceries. It's got uh, clothes. It's got um, uh, all kinds of shit, toys. You name it. It's got the basic stuff you'd need, which is great. Like it's super handy because it's wa- literally walking distance from where we live um, on the farm. Like we could you know trek over there if we needed to. It's nice. Um, But the magazines are tucked away by the electronics now. And I was happy to see that there is still Mad Magazine, that that's still happening. Uh, That made me really happy. Um, I loved Mad Magazine when I was a kid. Uh, I was introduced to it. Here's a Mad Magazine story for you. I don't know if I didn't think I was going to go into this, but now I am. I have to. Um, I've opened this door. Um, when I was uh, my first time ever at summer camp, I was extremely homesick. And summer camp was the like the camp where you're literally away from home for a week, and you're sleeping in sleeping bags and cabins and stuff like that. Um, like you're gone for a week. I think that was my really my first extended time on my own, uh, out outside of the house, uh, away from my parents. Um, and I was 33. Um, no, I was um I think I was probably nine, eight or nine. And oh my god, my daughter is five. She's three years away from oh my god, their kids are oh, kids are growing up. Um so I went to camp my first time away from home and I was I was homesick. Like super, 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 super homesick. I missed my parents, missed my house uh I missed my life. I was so far away from my life um my nine year old life i'm gonna have a sip of drink here real quick and so um the homesickness would usually kick in around uh evening time around dinner like late afternoon evening time and I would be so uh, i would be like on the verge of tears um and I remember um, I remember sitting in the in the dining hall with everybody at our table, uh, drinking the fucking milk. like they had milk. They offered milk for the kids. No, I don't they might have had water, I don't know. they didn't offer it, and I was probably too shy to even ask for it, I bet. But fucking milk, which I I do not like drinking milk. I did not like drinking milk back then. I do not like drinking milk now., uh, it's not my favorite, especially milk that's been sitting outside of the fridge for longer than like 30 seconds. Uh, it has a weird smell to it and I don't want to drink it. Um, who's with me on this? goddammit. it. Um, but drinking the sad milk, sadly sitting at the sad table and I would just be so fucking homesick and I would be out, literally on the verge of tears. I would have to stop myself from crying. It was, it was hard. Um, and I don't think that I had any like real friends or I had really met anybody, Um, I might've like gone to the camp with a friend if I remember. Uh, so that was kind of nice, but like, but still I was like, it was hard. It was really hard. And then I would go to bed and I would wake up, uh, the next day and I would, I would be okay. I'd be like, Oh, I I got this. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be okay. But then evening would roll around again and I would get homesick again and I would be on the verge of tears with the smelly milk at the, at the dining hall. Um, and this happened over and over again. And I think, God damn it, I don't remember exactly, but I think that I might have like slipped out of dinner and ran back to our cabin and cried on the bed, like just let it all out by myself. Like, I think I did that. I don't remember. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm romanticizing the situation. Um, but I was really sad and I was really homesick. And then one of the one of the campmates there had a couple issues of Mad Magazine, and. For the first time uh, reading the the magazine, I was no longer homesick. And I, I remember the issue exactly. It was the E.T. issue uh, where Alfred E. Newman was uh, dressed up as E.T. And I, th- I believe they had a Cheers parody, uh, the TV show Cheers with Ted Danson and uh, Shelley Long and Woody Harrelson. Uh, but he, Woody Harrelson wasn't on the show then. This was before Woody Harrelson joined, when Coach was on. You guys remember Coach? Yeah. Who's with me on this? 40, 40 plus year olds. Can I hear a what what? Um. Uh, yeah. So I remember reading that magazine. I think it was called Beers. And uh, whenever they did a parody in Mad Magazine, they would always change the name of the. Sh- they would always change the characters' names. I think his name was Sham instead of Sam. Uh, I don't remember anything else. But I remember I remember uh, um, Carla, uh, Ria Proman. Carla was uh, throwing a customer against the wall, at, like uh, aggressively pushing him against the wall. And then the, the punchline was, but he ordered uh, a Harvey Wallbanger. I remember that. Um, and then I remember seeing the cartoons. I remember Don Martin. I remember Al Jaffe. I remember uh, Sergio... Oh, he used to do like the little inter, um, oh God, what, I should, I could look all this shit up, I bet you, and it's all there. Um, He did like the, Sergio Mendez? No. Is that someone else? I don't know. Don't hold me to that one. I think I'm close. I think it's a Sergio something. Uh, But he did all the little little, uh, cartoons in between the panels, um, which were fun. I remember Spy versus Spy. I remember the Mad Folden. But I fucking, I loved it. It like, it made my week. Uh, reading that magazine. And he had a couple issues. And then I remember he gave me that one to take home. uh, I think because he saw how pathetic and like sappy and and sloppy I was. And he said, here, here, dude, you need this. Um, And he let me take it home. And from that day on, I remember the minute we got home, I got a subscription, which back then you had to cut out the thing from the magazine send the check with that thing, with the, with the subscription uh, form. You had to fill it out by hand, put it in the mail with a check or cash or whatever, or, or a money order, um, and put it into the envelope and mail it. And then you would start, like, two months later, you would start receiving issues. And I remember getting the issues when they were coming back to, the, to my house. And I remember, like, I just loving it, just falling in love with it, falling in love with it. I can't even talk. I'm so excited just thinking about it. Um, and then I started going to comic book stores, Um, I remember there was Pegasus books, uh, in Beaverton where I grew up was like the, the only comic book store I remember. Um, and I remember going there and finding like all these back issues from like the seventies and sixties. I think it was the sixties ones, but they were like just classic. I remember buying, like buying all the old issues, anything, anything I get my hands on, I would, I would go to town on. Um, it was the greatest, the fucking greatest. And I'm glad to see that it's still around. Uh, Although I'm I'm sure it's totally different now. Um, I heard that that they're doing ads now, which they didn't do back then. Um, But now they, I guess, sign of the times, they got to do the ads. Um, Oh my God, Memory Lane. Uh, Memory Lane has, it's 19 minutes in this podcast. That's a long time. Um, That's longer than I want to make it. Uh, So I'm going to wrap it up. And I'm gonna say thank you so much for listening, uh, you Mad Magazine lovers. Um, and I'm gonna say uh, if you saw yesterday's uh, episode, it's a, it was a video uh, video podcast. Um, it's on YouTube, uh, Quimby. If you type Quimby in YouTube, I think you should find it. Um, you can check it out. I think I want to do more of those, uh, and that was really fun to do. Although it was just it was time consuming. Uh, a little more time consuming to, to edit and throw up there myself. So um, I'm going to find a way to make that process faster. And I think I might incorporate uh, a, a video uh, component along with this audio podcast component. And honestly, I don't know who I'm talking to because I'm checking the stats and nobody's listening. And that's totally cool. I get that. It takes a while for these things to grow. I'm down with that. Um, I love doing this shit. It's kind of fun. Uh, so I'm going to keep doing it and, uh, and hope that people uh, find it. Uh, And if you are listening, and if you have found this, uh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, Now get off your fucking ass and go tell people. Please, go tell people. Um, That sounded harsh. I didn't mean it to be that harsh. I really mean thank you for listening. Um, I hope you like the show. and, And okay, that's it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm done talking. I'm talking too much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.